Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better go! Show me the money! We like, like the juice. Juice, yeah. Yeah. juice is good. Very good. So good. The Cashin' Out Podcast with Anthony Rothman. Moneyline Mark, I'm Scotty Vegas. And guys, last week we built the ultimate championship weekend player prop parlay. We did six, and just like in normal fashion for me, we lost the parlay by one. And it was my one, so I'm the one to blame. Basically, uh, George Kittle, who I thought was going to go off in the game, did nothing, literally nothing until very, very late, had one late catch. I had him going over 50 receiving yards, and he got nowhere near it. Everything else. What, two for 27 or something like that? Yeah, and they were both, like, both catches were really late in the game. Like, he had one, like, 25 or 26-yarder um, late, but otherwise did absolutely nothing. So I apologize to you Don't, guys. No apology. We need to build the perfect beast again. Before we get to the Super Bowl, I wonder what the odds were on Nebraska down 19 at home last night. Seriously. Yeah. Coming back to win in overtime. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Because Wisconsin was cracking them, and they looked awful, and they couldn't do anything, and they're down 19 on their home floor. I gave them zero opportunity, so I didn't even look. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous, by the way, of Nebraska because – that atmosphere, watching that game last night, that place was crazy loud. You had a top 10 Wisconsin team in there. The team kept fighting. You look at that that uh, Nebraska team and you're like, how is this team competing? But they've actually put together a pretty good year this year. So kind of wild, but yeah, way down. And then actually the night before Northwestern, really should have probably won at Purdue. There were so mm-hmm. many free throws shot for Purdue versus Northwestern. Northwestern had an opportunity late to, to end and win the game. Couldn't hit that game-winning shot, went into overtime and lost. But Big Ten basketball actually kind of exciting over the last couple of days. It's been good. I agree. I mean, that would have been amazing. I was about ready to tweet that Northwestern has just swept the number one team in the country and the number two team in the country, both being Purdue. Yeah, <laughs> because they would have got him at both slots and it would have been amazing. But you're right. The foul discrepancy was 31 to 14. Mm. And that's why old Mr. Collins got the boot. Yep. Man. I love the way he he did that, too. I mean, he was he was pretty gracious and, you know, still shaking Matt Painter's hand and giving uh, Zach Eady a little tap, you know, and I loved it. I love the fire out of Chris Collins. I thought actually I thought back in the day when Gene Smith was looking for a replacement mm-hmm. for Thad, I thought Chris Collins made sense because Chris Collins had just taken Northwestern to their first tournament in forever. I thought it would have made sense. But anyway, let's get to Moneyline Mark because you have been making money off the NBA, and uh, I want to hear how that's happening. What's your strategy with the NBA betting? So one of the key factors you got to look at is what the spread is on the game because if it's like over 10, Typically, the star of the game doesn't play, you know, fourth quarter doesn't play at the end. So one of the first variables I look at is is what the spread is of the game, because they just they rest these stars so much now with the load management. And then just if it's a blowout, they won't play them. So that's that's one thing to look at. So wait a minute, um, explain, always, explain that a little bit. So what's the what's the strategy? So like if, if it's a 10 point, if a team's favored by 10, for instance, if uh, 
a team that, that I've typically won a lot of money on uh, is the Thunder because of uh, Shy Alexander. But if he, but what they're doing this year with him is, you know, if they're favored by 10 or 11 points and the game's a blowout, he won't even play in the fourth quarter. So they just sit him. So your likelihood of him hitting his statistics mm-hmm. are not good. So, so you're I, saying big spreads. Oh, stay away. You, you don't bet his under. No, I just stay away. I completely, I usually only bet overs. I don't like unders. I'm more of an offense guy. So I, I like to take the, the uh, offensive categories and the overs, but I just won't even touch those games because it's just so unpredictable. And these coaches will just sit their stars. Hmm. That's interesting. So I find a game. So I find a game that the spread's pretty close. Um, that I think will be back and forth. And and honestly, you could be in, I do a lot of live betting too. So if you're down, if somebody's down by, you know, 10 to 12, but they're favored, a lot of times I'll take the uh, person who's down 10 to 12 and they come back and win on a live bet. Um, It doesn't always work, but a lot of times, you know, 10, 10 to 12 point lead in the NBA in the fourth quarter, the team still could come back pretty easily. So it's just, you you just got to, it's a feel thing. You know, you just got to kind of feel it out. Yeah. I tried last night, uh, putting together some college basketball with, uh, Tatum over under point total. And one thing I like to do, Mark, and I'm curious if you do this too, is I always move these totals down. So like if Tatum's over under for the game is, is 27 or 28, I like to do, he's got to hit 23 or 24. You know, that way you feel like you get a little bit of extra value and taking three or four less points. Now, yesterday I took him at 23 and he ended up with 23 in the last couple minutes of the game. But I just feel like I need to have a little bit of an advantage going into the game and staying below that. Or do you typically go with the number that is like minus 110, like the, the projected number? No, and you're absolutely right, especially on a parlay, because you can get away with, uh, you know, easing those numbers down. So you hit in a parlay, it doesn't affect your payout as much. Like if you're if you're just going to bet on one guy, I wouldn't do that because the payout's going to be trash. But if you're doing like a, a parlay, there's enough of those you can stack up that'll make your payout worthwhile. The points scare me a little bit. I usually do points, rebounds, assists combo because so many of these NBA stars fill the stat sheet in all three categories, and you don't know which one. Like, one guy may have nine rebounds, one game, six assists, you know. So I don't specifically go to each category. I just do a combined points, rebounds, assists on guys, ease it down, and then I parlay it, and those seem to be hitting. Yeah, you want to get credit for everything they do. It's a little similar, and it's not smart to bet hockey, but if you do – it's better. I mean, I know you're taking a lesser right. value, but just do over under a half a point. That way, if he has an assist, yeah. you get it. If he has a goal, you get it. It's very difficult. I mean, I know everybody likes to try to catch lightning in a bottle, and I, I said this guy was going to score, and he did, but it's just such a, a crapshoot on that. It's kind of fruitless. Let me ask you, before we get to the, the Super Bowl, by the way, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Mark, because my feeling kind of is the same when it comes to rushing and receiving. Um, when it comes to the NFL, like sometimes if I know I have a running back, like let's just take CMC, I feel like I'm almost better off trying to bet his over on rushing and receiving than pick just one category. That way, if he has a long run or takes a wheel route the distance, then at least I'm getting credit for all of that. Yeah. And so it's a little interesting to me to try to get the two categories, even though it's a higher number. 
totally. And, and so many in the league has changed so much now, like the Derrick Henry's who don't, don't catch a ton of balls out of the backfield. You know, I wouldn't even bet on him because most of the other league, you know, the rushing receiving, they're all good at both, you know, across the league to, to stay in for three downs or even the first two downs, you got to be good at both. And, you know, taking both just really gives you a better chance to win because you don't know the game flow. You don't know. They could be down by a lot and they'd be passing a lot opposed to handing off. It just puts you in such a better position to succeed. We're in a really tough spot here in the Super Bowl because I know that Kelsey's going to be the most popular bet on player. His props are just everywhere. You can bet on everything with Kelsey and he's just very common. So people are dipping their toe in the water like, you know, what? he's the guy that I know about. And so I don't know where his value is. Uh, we'll check his over-under here because I know one of us will probably put him in our parlay Yeah, in I mean, some way. He's gone over the total in all of the playoff games. So it's it's hard to, uh, to to go away from that. All right, let's move to the Super Bowl. And I want to start out, I'm, I'm already angry because I got I uh, did this office pool where you, you throw in four different squares and mm. you know they fill it out and you don't have you don't know the numbers and then they put the numbers on the board and I got the lamest damn numbers that you could possibly get I got nine I got uh, uh, a nine and a five which is absolutely awful I mean I've got uh just the most random a two. What what is okay. landing on a two? Okay, can I tell you something about a two? Yeah. All right. So it's funny you said two. So I'm going to try to find. So um, the Scott Norwood, you guys are too young for this. The Why Scott, right? The Scott Norwood Super Bowl. Okay. The Cowboys, yeah. I'm uh, not no. too young. Okay. I'm pretty no, sure. Giants, Giants, Giants. Okay, yes. good. All right, good. Now, now you're right. You got it. All right, so let's think about what year that was. It was, I think, in 91. So I was in Rockford, Illinois, and I was working there in TV for a CBS affiliate, and we did a squares pool. And I got two and zero. And remember, this is not the era of multiple two-point conversions and things that would get wacky. It was literally kind of straight to nail a two, you probably need a safety and all that that crap. So I am sitting there with two and zero, and I had Buffalo with two and the Giants with zero. <clears throat> you know what the halftime score was? Buffalo 12, Giants 10. Oh, my god! And I win. Did they miss two extra points, or what I, was the I deal? I don't remember, huh. okay? I mean, this is talking probably 30-some-odd years ago. You don't miss two extra points. Those were short I, I extra points. It, it, I'd have to go back and see why Buffalo – I can't imagine Buffalo lost that Super Bowl on a field goal and also made four field goals in the first half. I can't imagine oh. that happened, right? <laughs> it must true. have been a touchdown. It, it must have been a safety, right? So listen to this. So at the end of the game, you guys know what was happening. Scott Norwood is setting up for a 47-yarder. For Buffalo to win. Guess what the final score would have been if he made it? 22-20. 22-20, and I would have been paid again. (laughs) So if I could gift you anything, Scotty, the fact that you just lamented over a two, and I have a story about a two winning big for me at least one time at halftime and could have been double, Maybe lightning strikes for you. You're right. You're right. You know what? You brought some hope. I brought some Let's hope. Let's go. I had, to go back, I had to go back 30-some-odd years to get you that hope. <laughs> but. You know what's funny is I just tried to Google um, what 
the like scoring results. Yeah. And, and ESPN doesn't even have it. Like they have the final score of 2019, but they don't have the like. Let me see if I can find. Score. Let me see if I can. Because <laughs> I, I was gonna try and see how you get 12, whether it was the safety or. Um, yeah. How did they get? We'd have to get the box score. Well, Super Bowl 25. Why? While we look <laughs> that up, we're going to go to Mark because we're going to build another parlay. This one's Super Bowl. And I hope that I'm not the guy <laughs> who ruins it with uh, like the George Kittle pick last week. But we're going to go and I, we're each going to do two again. All right. I do have it. For oh, you. all right. Let's get as it. As long as we can get it out of the way. So Giants opened with a field goal. Scott Norwood made a field goal in the first quarter. It was three to three at the end of the first quarter. And then Buffalo scored a touchdown and Scott Norwood kicked the extra point. So now we're at 10, three Buffalo. And then there was a safety. They got Hostetler in the end zone to get to 12, three. And then the Giants scored to make it 12, 10. Interesting. By the way, I want to take a guess at the spread of that game. (laughs) I've got Um, the spread here. The spread of. Of that game. Let me think about this for a second. It was Buffalo. It was Hostetler against Jim Kelly. Mark, do you remember this Super Bowl at all? Yeah. Was it OJ Anderson was in that game too? Or was that a different one? I think that was, was a, I think that was a different one. Um, I think uh, they lost the, the Bills lost what three or four in a row. Bills I had to be favored because they were going against Hostetler. So what what was it? Six and a half, five and a half? Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. What was uh it? Bills were a six and a half point were they? favorite. Yeah. <laughs> uh Otis Anderson was Super Bowl MVP. Oh, he was yeah, there. I remember okay. him running all over him. I know I do remember it. That's yep. funny. I would have guessed that it was actually Hostetler. I don't know why, because I remember him having a, a pretty good game, but maybe he didn't. It's funny, I can get his his basically I can get the passing stats, but I, I was looking to see what the stats. Oh, here we go. Otis Anderson, 21 carries, 102 yards, a touchdown, mm. and uh, one catch for seven years. Why? That's a that's a Super Bowl MVP, huh? That's that's wild right there that that's MVP numbers in that game. All right. Let's move on to this year's Super Bowl as we reminisce about the Bills-Giants Super Bowl and Anthony Squares contest <laughs> from 30 years ago. <laughs> Maybe not 30. Well, 1991. Definitely throw over 30. 30 what yes, do you mean? 33. It'll be 33. <laughs> Jeez. It can happen, Scotty. Yeah. Wow. All right. My two is alive. All right. <laughs> Mark, your your two player props for the Super Bowl. What are we going with? I'm going back to the well on the first one. It's the exact same line. Um, pretty similar payout, I believe. Um, Pacheco, 75 rushing reception or receiving. Uh, it's minus 215. Um, he obviously hit for us last week. I don't see that changing this week. I'm surprised actually they kept it the same. Um, and then my second one is a little bit more of a risk, but I, I feel good about it. Um, Mahomes, 21 and a half rushing minus 160. He had 15 yards rushing last week, but I do think there's some uh, opportunity for him even to get it on one one scramble. You know, with the ends mm-hmm. coming in, I could see him going up the middle. And, and scrambling for and getting 20 to 25 on one run, honestly. So I feel pretty good about those two. That's interesting. You're, so you're going both chiefs. So we'll get your actual Super Bowl pick in a little bit, but you got two player props, both involving the chiefs. All right. So Anthony, what are your two player props? Right, so I don't think I'm going to overthink this. I, I'm, I'm a little worried because I think everyone's going to bet this and the number seems a little light to me right now. 
But I think Kelsey over 70 and a half seems like a no-brainer. I, I don't – like, I can't imagine them – unless the Niners are just so hell-bent on, he will not beat us. We are going to we are going to blanket him and make somebody else, Rishi Rice, MBS, somebody else beat us. But I just think if this is – and I know he, he's talked a little bit about retirement and then he retracted the retirement – but you have a feeling like this could be an all-in game for him. And if Taylor Swift does fly in the Concord back to, back from Tokyo to the game, I don't think he's going to want to be a non-factor. So right. I have to decide whether I want to go, and you guys can help me with this. Do I want to go Travis Kelsey over 70-and-a-half, or do I want to have him just score? Ooh. So his, his, his scoring to be an anytime touchdown guy it would be it's not it's minus one twenty, over under seventy and a half, is minus one ten. So we're not losing a ton. So they're both fairly equal. What do you guys think on that? Would you rather have his over yards or an anytime touchdown? It's a good little debate. I personally hate betting guys to score a yeah. touchdown because, gosh, I mean he he could go for. 90 yards and not get a score, right? There's a little bit of luck factor if they're down near the goal line and Pacheco gets it. Um, I prefer the yardage, I think. What about you, Mark? I'm with you completely. I think the yardage is a little safer. Here's the other thing. If we give them a milestone of 75, just add another, you know, four and a half yards to that, we can get them up to plus 105. Hmm. And I, I watch it land at se- between 71 and 75. That's what I But that's I, what I, I, I think it might be worth it to go milestone 75 at plus 105. The old milestone 75. You want to do it? Is that what What do you think, Mark? I mean, is it worth the extra four and a half yards? It seems like it. Yeah, I think if he gets all the way to, to 71, which we'd need him to, or is it 70, 70.5? We'd need him to get is? to 71, so we really only need him to get four more yards to get us from minus 110 to plus 105. And you're saying it would be 74 and a half? No, no, we ha- he has to hit 75. So 74 and a half, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, right, correct. It's probably worth it. What, what are his receptions at? Did anyone check? So I just looked at that. I could not find receptions yet that might not be offered yet um so i I do like that the other guy i think you have to go to remember i'm going to the two gold standards here so i went with kelsey so i'm going to go milestone 75 at plus 105 and then i think the cmc um i have to check his receiving yards lately his receiving yards seems fairly low i think if purdy is going to be a little careful here Early, I think I could see some dump offs. His over under on receiving yards is 34 and a half. Wow. Seems gettable. Very gettable. Um, you I know, would have guessed in the 40s on that. Low 40s. Yeah, I like that number. Or we go back to the well on Kittle and say he had a dud. This might be time to go back to him because he's over under 47 and a half. And I like doing that. I like when I guys do. don't have a good previous game or don't come close to their number. I, I think you know, based on averages that he probably will the next game. All right. So if Kittle is 47 and a half, so I'll go back to double tight ends. So let's go over 47 and a half. He's minus 110. Hmm. Okay. On George Kittle. I, I The rushing yards on CMC have to be pretty high. Well, I, I want to look and see real fast. Oh, rushing and receiving yards. The double that I talked about. CMC's at 128 and a half. 
on the double, rushing and receiving. Okay, does so that, does that get you going at all? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, high. I'm interested in I McCaffrey. Uh, here's the deal for me high, with McCaffrey, especially against the Chiefs. I think so. Well, here's my deal with McCaffrey. I'm going with, and I don't, this is already one of my props. I, I'm going back to the him to score a touchdown because him like at minus two thirty to me. I would be shocked if McCaffrey doesn't score a touchdown. I mean, the guy's been mm-hmm. scoring touchdowns all season. Every and game. for it to be minus 230, I like the value in that. So that is absolutely okay. one of mine. All right. CMC, TD at minus 230. Is your second one then the Kittle? I think we go with Kittle. I, 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 I could easily be talked into CMC over the 34 and a half receiving, but I'd rather take Kittle, I believe. And that's at 46 and a half. 47 and a half. 47 on, my, on mine it is. Okay. 47 and a half for Kittle. And again, I like the McCaffrey touchdown. to score a touchdown. And then, guys, I mean, I actually like Brock Purdy over a touchdown and a half. I think that is a good play. Look, I, I, I that's kind of counterintuitive, counterintuitive to what we're doing with McCaffrey to score a touchdown. But that could be a receiving touchdown. I do think that uh, San Francisco is going to get two passing touchdowns, whether it's to Debo or Ayuk or whatever. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a relatively high-scoring Super Bowl. So I will go over Brock Purdy, one-and-a-half passing touchdowns as mine. I thought about the yardage with him, but I, I feel safer with the touchdowns. You guys like that one. So that's at minus 125 on mine? Yeah. Mahomes is minus 145 on the same thing, over one-and-a-half. You yeah. prefer Purdy more than Mahomes? My feeling, gosh, see, I think, again, given my pick away, but I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Um, and so I think more likelihood, I guess, of a Brock Purdy, two touchdowns. But I could be, I, I could, I could, if you guys convince me to go Mahomes at minus 140, I could go that no, way. No, no, this is your thing. I won't, I won't talk you off of that because I don't want to, I don't want to mess you up. But uh, I, it's, I guess the only reason I brought it up, it wasn't a huge discrepancy in value, not a huge one. What do you me. think, Mark? Do I do I switch to Mahomes instead of Purdy? No, keep go with your gut. Keep it the same. I do think it's funny you were just talking about not taking Kelsey for a touchdown, and then you took two guys. Yeah, to <laughs> well, I like to stay away from guys that score touchdowns, <laughs> just not guys that. I wanted you guys to stay away from guys that score touchdowns. <laughs> Jeez. Um, just not guys on teams that I've have to win. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So here's yeah. our six. We'll, we'll build this parlay. Mark will throw a thousand bucks on it. <laughs> Easy. Um, Pacheco 75 total yards. Mahomes over 21 and a half rushing yards. Travis Kelsey over 70 and a half receiving yards. George. No, no. Kelsey, 75 milestone. 75. Oh, we switched to the milestone. Plus 105. All right. So we're milestoning it. Uh, Kittle, 47 and a half receiving yards. McCaffrey, minus 230 to score a touchdown. And Brock Purdy, two passing touchdowns from the guy who does not a, like doing touchdowns. I do have a bonus one, too, if anyone's feeling greedy out there. Ooh, I always feel greedy. So Debo last week had 89 receiving, seven rushing, and he was banged up. Two weeks off. Right now, you can get him over 50 yards receiving and rushing at minus 450. So it's not a huge payout, but if you want to add another leg to your parlay to help a better payout, I think that's pretty much a gimme. 50 yards rushing receiving from Debo. 
Milestone 50? Yep. Wow. Of R&R. All right, R, let's add it in. Absolutely. R&R Debo, Milestone 50. This is the Super Bowl. We're going big. We're going with seven. So we need to plug those in, by the way, and get our final number. And uh, while we do that, let's go ahead and make our Super Bowl pick. So I'll go first Mm. as uh, you guys are plugging in those numbers to see what we can get on that seven-way parlay. Um, I'm going to go first because, look, at the beginning of the playoffs, we did the entire bracket. We filled the whole thing out, and we have 49ers to win it. Both Anthony and I had 49ers to win it. We had them both beating Mm. the Buffalo Bills, so that was wrong. But – I'm I'm willing and, and and look it could be stupid. This will be the third straight game in a row that I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, which is probably really stupid. But I still think the 49ers have consistently throughout the entire season been the best team in the NFL. I think they've got the best the better defense. I think they go and they get it done and I know Brock Purdy is, you know, look, Brock Purdy versus Mahomes huge mismatch. But I think the rest of the 49ers are going to get it done. McCaffrey, uh, Debo, big games. Give me the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. All right, Mark, you're up. What is your Super Bowl pick? So I I, I thought it was going to be Lions, Ravens, incorrect on that. So, again, I'm going to bet against the Niners, and here's what's crazy about it. I think the Niners have a better team on paper. However, I think the coach is better in Kansas City. I think the QB is better in Kansas City. And honestly, I think the defense is pretty much a toss-up. Kansas City has been playing really good D lately. Um, So I'm going to take the underdog Moneyline Chiefs to win Super Bowl. I'm going to side with Mark on this. There's no real positive feel, like a definitive positive feel. And this is certainly a coin flip game. Vegas is telling you that. Um, I think that in combination – with Mahomes having been in this game before, having won this game before, and Purdy now in a incredibly pressure moment to have to come through. Now, he's got a great team. Mahomes isn't taking sacks. He's not throwing the ball away. I would be – I think the whole – this is what scares me is I think the public would be pretty amazed if Purdy kind of outduels Mahomes. So what that tells me is – that the Niners are going to just have to be what Scott said, the much better team that night, because I don't expect Purdy to outduel Mahomes. It just doesn't feel that way. Um, I think Kansas City's defense is playing well. I think it is going to be tough to run on them. That is their bread and butter with CMC. And I also feel that Kansas City, by winning two games on the road, is playing with more confidence than they could have ever imagined. I think they found their confidence in this playoff run. And the other part is San Francisco has been on the ropes and no one's been able to knock them out. Jordan Love couldn't knock them out up four in their territory. One drive needing points that that would have done it. And the Packers would have been going to Detroit for the NFC title game. Detroit was up big on them and the coach plays really aggressive and it comes back to bite them like they're ripe for a fall. And who's better than to throw the final knockout punch then Patrick Mahomes. So I, I assume it's going to be a good game. I can't see a blowout either way. And what I mean by that is I can't see one team beating the other one by more than 10, but we're sitting here with a, a coin flip game and I'll side with the chiefs. Yeah. I agree with you yeah. both. I think it's a coin flip game. Yeah. Like if I had to put a percentage on it, I would put 51 mm-hmm. San Francisco, 49% 
Uh, Chiefs. That's but th- that's how great this this matchup is, right? I mean, to me, I look back at the Chiefs' run through the playoffs, guys, and the win over the Ravens. I, th- I the Ravens basically gift wrapped a win to the Chiefs. Now I know the Chiefs had a really good first half, but man, the, but, the Ravens were so yeah. stupid in that game. Throughout that entire game, they were making mistake after mistake. After, and and the, the Ravens still late in the game had an opportunity to get that thing and get that ball back and potentially go into overtime and with mistake after mistake. So I believe it's going to come down to the final drive. You're probably right. It's a coin flip game. I just barely lean San Fran. Yeah, I, and I understand that. I think both kickers can be clutch and both kickers can Harry miss. Butker. Harry Butker against a Moody, and he <laughs> can be very moody when he kicks. I don't. So I'm, I'm telling you, this is one of those games – you know, you brought up a good point about the Ravens, and I, I said this on my show, and I'll get your guys' opinion on it. Rarely does Vegas get exposed. And I felt like at kickoff, that thing was already at like four and a half, I think. I don't think Mahomes has ever been that big of a dog outside of maybe his first year. Like, I can't imagine he was getting that amount of points. So I was on my show saying, wow, this seems too good to be true. Pat, they're giving, they're begging you to take the Chiefs. That number kept creeping. And it's like, wait a minute, I get Mahomes and four and a half across the key number. It's not like the Ravens score a ton of points usually. But you brought up something interesting. If Zay Flowers doesn't get that ball punched out, if they like that game's still gettable. Lamar Thrillable just got all interception pick. and a triple coverage. Like, so that part of it, I think, hurt Vegas because Vegas is not used to getting pummeled like that. And I, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like most of the public was like, wait a minute, you're giving Mahomes in four and a half. I'm going to take the bait. And they were like, please take it, take it, take it. So the public was all over the Chiefs. The pros were actually, and the money was actually yeah. the other way on Baltimore. Yeah. And the public won that one. The public got him, and which is so rare that that happens. And now again, he's been listed as a dog for the third straight time. And it's like, Really, you're gonna you're gonna do that again? Now, this should be a pick'em game. Now, two it basically is Scott. Two's the magic number. Yeah, two may not come into into play. Like yeah. this is like all three of us were like we're betting this on the money line. None of us are laying. Well, I guess if you like the Niners, you should maybe go ahead and lay the two, thinking it won't come into play. If you like the Chiefs, bet them on the money line. Don't take the two. Yeah, no that yeah. that's that's good advice yeah. on the two. If you like the Chiefs, <laughs> take the money line. Get the extra juice. All right, did you guys plug in our little parlay and figure out what exactly it's going to pay the seven-way feast? Mark, did you plug that thing in? I did. I got it a little close. I think we were using multi-platforms, so it's not exactly the same. Um, the difference is uh, I have Mahomes at 21.5 rushing. This has him at 25 rushing, so a little bit more aggressive. Um, but it's plus 2,000. Oh, so 20 to 1. Yep. Oh my goodness! Now you're talking to me. That I like. I would have guessed it around ten to one. I thought so too. I was surprised to see it that high. And that's Pacheco seventy-five rushing slash receiving, Mahomes twenty-five rushing, Kelsey seventy-five and a half. Right? Or no, seventy-four and a half. So I got Kelsey at seventy in this too. Ooh. Oh, oh, seventy over over what? Over sixty-nine and a half. He'll have to have 70 or above. 70 plus. Oh, so okay. you, you, you have a milestone. Yeah. Okay. My milestones only go started. Kittle at 47 and a half. Uh, it's 50. Okay. So Kittle goes up a little bit. Uh, McCaffrey to score the touchdown. 
Purdy yep. over. That's the one I'm now nervous about. That's the one that could screw us. Um, and then you have the Debo uh, 50 rushing receiving. What if you get the Purdy out of there? Delete the Purdy. Get it out of there. Just, just let's see. It's going to tank. It might tank. Mm. 1,400. Oh, okay. not bad. 14 to 1 with it out of there. Get Purdy out yeah. of there. All right. So we basically Debo so took Purdy's legs. slot. Debo's taking Purdy's six. slot. Yep. Okay. So six leg, $100 pays $1,500. Oh, oh 50. So it's fi- plus 15. Well, it's 14, and then you're getting your money back. Oh, you're right. 100 back. Yeah. Come on. yeah, I'm not adding that. So in. let's go 1,000 14 for 14,000. <laughs> How about let's it? Do it. Wait, what? We'll go with we'll go a thousand each. <laughs> uh, we won't do that, but I can't wait till we get to that game. It's going to be so fun. The fact that we have a coin flip Super Bowl is awesome. We're going to come back next week. We're going to focus more next week on some of the weird props out there. There's about. 50,000 Taylor Swift props. There's Gatorade props. There's National Anthem singer and all that good stuff. We'll we'll focus on that and look more at the game matchup itself. That's next week on Cashing Out.